This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight I want to talk to you about the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Every aspect of our universe, of ourselves, is a combination of these two energies. And when we don't understand how they interact, how they balance each other, then we can often get ourselves energetically out of balance. And when that happens, it will show up on the mental, emotional, and physical realms. And so my job tonight is to introduce you to these energies and help you to understand how they might be interacting and balancing or being unbalanced in your life. So why is this important? This is important because regardless of your gender or your sexual identity, all human beings have the masculine feminine energy inherent in them. This is important because knowing how to keep this energy in balance helps you ensure that you are mentally emotionally and physically strong. And this is important because learning how to balance these energies is part of establishing and maintaining healthy boundaries with yourself and with others. If these energies are out of balance, keeping healthy boundaries is going to be a challenge for you. Now, we have talked about this many times before in past circles and podcasts, and I just want to remind you that you exist on four separate levels of reality or realms. So you have the physical realm. This is the part that is what you can see, what you can smell, taste, touch, and hear. Anything that you can pick up with your five physical senses is part of physical reality, is part of the physical realm. So if you can see it, taste it, touch it, hear it, smell it, then it's part of the physical reality. You have the emotional realm. This is where your feelings live. This is your feeling self. This is your intuitive self. This is your gut instinct. This is everything that is who you are and influences how you behave, but that exists out of your awareness. This is your memories. This is your shadow self. This is your imagination. All of that exists on the emotional realm. You have the mental realm. This is your thinky, thinky self. This is all that stuff that's in your awareness. This is the part of you that knows that you are separate from others, that you have a separate I am, that you are independent. And then you have your energetic self, part of the spiritual realm. And this is all parts of you that aren't connected to the physicality of you and still are part of your sphere of influence. Now, when we're talking about masculine feminine energy, we're talking about stuff that exists on the energetic or spiritual realm, but heavily influences the mental and emotional. And the energies represent the expression and traits of these two energetic polarities that exist within all of us and within all parts of the universe. We live in a polarized universe. We know light because we know dark. We know up because we know down. We know masculine because we know feminine. And it is the balance of these energies that allow us to keep our bodies, our minds, our hearts, our souls in alignment with our highest divine purpose. We embody both. Everyone has aspects of masculine and feminine energy in you, and you'll generally have one that's dominant or core that we operate from, especially in times of stress. So you can do all the work you want, and when life gets lifey, you'll often default back to this part of the energy in your body. And the masculine and feminine energy is really key to understanding how to find balance in your life. 
oftentimes we don't realize how much these energies influence our behavior, influence our thoughts, influence our feelings. And it is the interaction of them within us that allows us to find that path to walk between them. Now, there are a lot of cultures that talk about this energy. Many people are familiar with the yin-yang sign. And you may not realize the symbol of the six-sided star, also known as the Star of David, is actually a symbol of the balance of divine masculine and divine feminine energy. When you're looking at the elements, earth, air, fire, water, the symbol for fire is an equilateral triangle that points up. That is indicative and representative of the divine masculine energy. An equilateral triangle pointing down is symbolic of the element of water. And so the six-sided star is about the perfect balance of fire and water, of masculine and feminine. And when these two overlap, they create within them the hexagon shape, which is known as the most stable structure in all of geometry, which is why honeybees wisely use it. So there are aspects of divine masculine feminine in the elements. Your psyche has a balance of male and female energy. Your soul has a balance of this energy. So all aspects of your inner and your outer world are reflections of this balance of masculine and feminine energy. So what is the divine masculine? The divine masculine, also known as the yang, is considered to be the structure. So if you imagine like a cup of coffee, the cup would be the yang, it is the structure, whereas the liquid that flows inside of it is the divine feminine. We'll talk about that in a moment. The divine masculine is associated with strength, with control, with having a single goal in mind. It is very action-oriented. It is very much into problem-solving. It is electric. It is thinking. It is rational. It is logical. The divine masculine is associated with daytime, with activity, with vision and power, and it's associated with the elements of fire. So all action, all movement, all structure is the divine masculine. I like to think about it like a coloring book. If you've ever played with coloring books, either as a child or as an adult, you have the lines on the page that provide the structure, and then it's up to you to provide the color and flow within it. The divine masculine is the structure. It is the picture on the page before it's been colored. Now, there is no good, there is no bad, there's only a matter of balance and recognizing what the strengths and opportunities and challenges are for when we have a dominant of one of these energies. So if you are dominant in masculine or yang energy, then you tend to be a natural leader. You're really good at problem solving and you can hustle without really ever feeling burned out. Because remember, there's a lot of fire in the divine masculine yang energy. That energy means that you know what you want and you will go after it. It is highly focused, highly driven, highly motivated energy. The downside to that is that you can often come across as intimidating or threatening to others. Remember, fire can be used to warm your house, and when it's not controlled properly, it can burn it to the ground. And so too much divine masculine or too much yang can be too hot to handle. And when you have this type of psyche and imbalance going on, you tend to find that you feel that others fail you quite often. You often feel disappointed in others because they don't seem to be as driven as you. The good news is that you're great at giving, giving orders, giving direction, giving commands, taking control, and you need to learn how to receive, how to be open, how to be influenced, how to soften. So the problem with being too yang or having an imbalance where it's too heavily swayed to the divine masculine is that you can close down the lines of communication and it doesn't leave enough space for the wants and needs of others. 
So Yang can come across as a little bit controlling and kind of ungrateful. And so when you have this imbalance, you need to learn how to delegate, how to empower others. You know you can do it. Now you need to step into that leadership position and inspire others to be as competent as you are. Now the divine feminine or the yin, this is all about receptivity. Whereas a cup was the structure, the liquid that flows inside of it has no structure of its own. Water can take on the shape of any vessel it is placed into. And because of that is wild, it is shapeless. The divine feminine is highly emotionally driven. It is very much associated with that emotional reality. It is very much about multitask, whereas masculine energy is I do one thing and I do it until it is complete. Divine feminine is more diffuse. It is more about the peripheral vision. It's more about emotional and feeling and guidance. The divine feminine is associated with nighttime, with intuition, with the moon, with creativity and flow and the element of water. And make no mistake, just because water doesn't have a form of its own, just because it is wild and shapeless, does not mean it is not powerful. The Grand Canyon started with a single drop of water, and the path that it took was wild and went wherever it wanted to go. When you have an imbalance and have a little too much yin, there are some things that you're great at and some things that you need to work at. So when you have a lot of yin, you tend to be really good at being vulnerable. You're really good at being honest and transparent and authentic. You feel things sometimes before you actually understand them, which can be a challenge. And often you'll require a lot more alone time. But the trick is, is that we crave it when we have that high yin in us, but too much stillness will cause us to feel isolated and lonely, which is why finding that balance is so important. When you have a lot of yin, you need to learn how to use your feelings as a superpower and actually take responsibility for your own self-soothing. You need to start taking more action in your life. The problem being too yin is it can cause stagnation. Remember that you can also have standing water. Whereas the divine masculine is very action-oriented, very movement-oriented, the yin, when a little too much and imbalance, can be stagnant. It can cause you to have wishy-washy goals, which can lead you to feel like you're procrastinating, that you're not motivated, that you're a failure, and all the other types of stories we'd like to tell ourselves. When we have too much of the divine feminine energy and too much yin, it can lead to a lack of understanding of our own wants and needs and desires. When we have too much of that feminine energy, we can feel victimized and out of control. Remember, divine feminine energy is wild. It is meant to be free. And too much of it can drown you. Now, we've talked in the past a little bit about sacred geometry. And I want to bring that back in again because, to me, it's just fascinating. So if you imagine having two circles, and we're going to go with the generally accepted stereotypes of our time and make the feminine circle pink and the masculine circle blue because it's easy enough to do and I like those colors. So if you have these two circles, on one side, imagine one circle is the divine feminine. This is all about being. This is all about receiving. It's about stillness. We're not so still that we get stagnant. It's about looking inside. It's about receptivity. The reason that so many of our holidays around December are about bringing light inside is because it's about bringing light into the darkness. It's about engaging our feminine energy. The dark months of the year and the calendar are meant to be about going inside, about exploring inside, which is why so many of us don't like that time of year, because a lot of us will spend as much time as we can trying to get out of that receptive mode. When we are imbalanced in this area of our life, we will feel powerless. 
We will end up being manipulative. We will be needy. We will be oversensitive. We'll be codependent and we will feel victimized. Now, if we jump into the masculine energy circle, this is all about doing. This is all about giving. This is about logic. This is all about the world outside of you. It's about daytime and sunlight and all that light around you. And when it's out of balance, it can come across as aggressive, as confrontational and controlling, micromanaging, or highly competitive. The goal is to find that space of balance where these two circles overlap. And you'll remember from sacred geometry that when two circles overlap, that shape in the middle that kind of looks like an almond or a sideways eye, that's called the vesica Pisces. And that is symbolic of the birthplace of creation. That is where the magic happens. That is where you get to access the highest alignment of your purpose. That is where you get to birth something new. And so knowing how to identify which energy is running the show at different times of your life and how to bring it back into balance is about creating this beautiful space of creation and birth in your life. So how to actually activate your yin or activate your divine feminine energy? If you're like me, I always like crystals because it's easy and who doesn't like sparkly rocks? So crystals such as rainbow moonstone are associated with the divine feminine and are wonderful. The left side of your body is associated with the divine feminine. So if you're going to get crystals, make sure you're wearing them on the left side of your body. Do things to strengthen that side of your body. Engage in creative endeavors like painting, like singing, like dancing. Things that have no structure. Things that ask you to go into that intuitive space. Things that ask you to activate your imagination engage in a practice that focuses on being such as meditation or energy rituals and if you have a lot of yang in your life it's probably why you don't like sitting still and acting being in a meditative state so that lets you know you're on the right path and activate your yin by listening more receptivity isn't just about like oh someone gave you something receptivity is about opening yourself up to influence to being open to the ideas of other people, to listen to the lives of other people, and to speak less. Now, if you have a little too much of the yin and you want to bring in more yang or divine masculine, you can activate that by practicing your delegating skills, engaging your leadership skills. Take that big to-do list that you have and actually create a team to help you get it done. Remember that yang is all about action, and that doesn't mean you have to do it alone because too much fire will burn things to the ground. You can activate your yang by using your voice and speaking up. When we have a lot of yin, we're very intuitive and we tend to forget that we have a human voice that we need to actually use sometimes because not everyone's as intuitive as us. So you can activate your yang by actually using your voice. And you can use your voice to give voice to your inner wants, to your needs, to use it to set healthy boundaries. And at the end of the day, the best thing to do to activate your yang is do something, do anything. My favorite expression and thing I tell myself is when you don't know what to do, just do something. We often think I can't do anything until I do it right, until I know what I'm doing, until I'm confident in it, doesn't matter. Just do something, do anything different, even if it has nothing to do with the goal that you have in mind. Just do something, get the action going because an object in motion stays in motion. And so activate your yang by just doing anything that moves you even slightly in the direction you want to go. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that divine masculine and divine feminine energy exists within all living things regardless of sexuality, regardless of gender. Remember that keeping these energies in balance helps ensure that you're showing up in the highest alignment of how you want to show up in the world. 
If you want to shine your light so bright that you ignite the light in others, it's way more fun to do that from a place of balance and from the birthplace of creation than from fighting yourself and fighting those around you. And remember that finding that balance between being and doing will help you prevent burnout so that you can leave the legacy that you want to leave behind in the world. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. Knowing that we have the power to identify patterns in our life and bring ourselves back into balance means taking radical responsibility for our well-being. And that scares the hell out of us. I mean, we don't like it. So just decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. And that's always the decision that will take you to the next step. And as always, if you have any questions about anything from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. Um, I was trying to figure it out. So I think I'm more of a masculine energy when I'm at work and more of a feminine energy when I'm at home. Mm. But like more of a, like so much more feminine energy that it's almost stagnant. Mm. I don't know if I'm just too tired from work. They just don't want to do anything when the moment. That's a great awareness. Um, and it would be interesting to see how can you bring some more divine feminine energy to your workplace so that I'm when you get sure. home, you actually have some more fire left in you. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also interesting that a lot of my, like most of my aches and pains, like pretty much all of them are on my left side. Like my knee's been like for, I don't know, how many years? And like my the whole sciatica thing or whatever my back is doing, that's the left side as well. So I'm like, what is that trying to tell me? I don't know. But it's interesting it's all the left side. Yeah, I know that was a big part of my journey. I remember because I was the same. Everything's left side, left shoulder, left hip, left ear, left, you know, everything on the left side. And um, I remember when I first learned about Divine Feminine, I was like, Divine what now? Uh, I had no idea about yeah. any of this and um the first thing i did was i'm like all right well i guess i'll just get myself like i said crystals are a nice fast easy one for me so i got myself a rainbow moonstone bracelet and i put that on my left wrist i'm like all right well at least that's a reminder and then i had to practice one of my tasks for my coach was to practice connecting with women at the time i'm like i i'm not connected to a lot of women i don't know how, yeah i don't really know how to do that like i grew up <laughs> being a tomboy i had one friend that was a girl then we moved to Canada and I was like, I know these girls want to talk about like makeup and shows. And I'm like, let's go climb a tree. And all the guys that are like, what was talking to you, they're like, you can't play with us. You're a girl. I'm like, I can play sports better than you that can kick your ass. And I'm still just, you know, don't get it. So, so setting yeah. the intention to bring more of that receptivity and openness into your path is about bringing some of that balance back in. Very cool. Very cool. I also have had everything bad happen on my left side from my shoulder to breast cancer to Addison's disease, my adrenal gland to my knee to everything. And I always have always, most of my life until the last like maybe 10 years or whatever, since I got sick, was have always like been hanging out with the boys and doing the guy stuff and you know playing cards and you know so right now like I just realized like that's what's going on so cool 
Very that was cool. Amazing. That was amazing. Very cool. Yes. And we live in a very Yang society, right? Our society is very much about you have to do, you have to do more, you have to do faster, you have to do better. And if you're not doing, then you're lazy and we label ourselves with all these sorts of things. And so how that shows up in women is a complete rejection of our own divine feminine, which leads to illnesses and issues that are connected to an imbalance in that. And how it shows up in men is that toxic masculinity that people are starting to identify. Because regardless of gender, regardless of sexuality, there's a divine masculine, divine feminine. And when there's too much yang, and when we're not acknowledging as the society, that yin, that flow, then you have a lot of fighting. You have a lot of battle for control. You have a lot of people talking and no one listening. And so this is a societal issue and it's very definitely showing up in our bodies. And that's why it's so important to understand what's at play here and how to start to bring balance in there. And it's really, it starts with an intention. It starts with an awareness. And I'm so glad that you got that awareness. That's very cool. Very cool. So this, um, as, as you know, because I was very excited when I saw the, the theme of this meeting. And uh, I've been working within myself in, in, in those energies. And I feel that uh, the six years ago, I started working with my masculine energy because I had been working with my feminine energy for the previous 10 years. And, and now it is actually really hard for me to tap into the masculine energy. And all of my lessons lately have been on masculine energy. And it's, and it's proven so hard for me. So I don't know if you have like um, some sort of um, suggestion on how to how to make it less difficult. Because I I love to flow and I love to be in the emotion. And, and all of my life, you know, I, I spent trying to understand. And now that I do, I need to move into like even my, the career that I chose right now, what I'm working on, um, is surrounded by uh, men. And the traits that I need to, you know, to bring to the table are very masculine and I'm having a hard time. Uh, and, and I also don't want the two to, because it almost feels that they are like against each other. Like I can't be both, right? Like it's almost like a switch. And then it also happens in my relationship, right? Um, because there's so much change, like he's leaving, coming back, going. And so I need to be very masculine when he's gone because I am like the structure and, and like everything at home with my kids. And then when he comes back, it's like, then I move into it. So I'm noticing so much that it's almost like, a, and, and I want to make them flow, you know, together. <laughs> uh, but it's hard. It can be for sure. And, and I love that you recognize that you're, you're not finding the balance. You're flipping between them. You're going from one to the other. So you know both sides, but how to exist in the duality at the same time. And that's a lesson that I got to say I've been learning lately that we are duality-based beings and that we can feel multiple emotions at the same time. We can indulge in multiple parts of our, our psyche and our mental um, abilities at the same time. And when it comes to yang energy, there's a specific skill set that comes with it because it's all about speaking up. It's all about taking action and how to actually do that effectively without having to push yourself into that fire where it gets a little too hot. 
is an actual skill set. And I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm highly biased because this is obviously what I love. Um, <laughs> it's what I teach. But I'm a big fan of learning skill sets of leadership and communication. How to actually use your voice in a way that empowers yourself and empowers others so that you don't have to feel bad about using your voice. You don't have to feel too hot and aggressive while using your voice. You can actually use your voice from a place of divine feminine. And that's the balance. And that is something I actually teach in one of my trainings. So I know it's 100% possible. Um, in terms of outside that training, other options, I'm not sure. That's why I love this training so much and why I run it. There's, it's, it's hard to find. I mean, certainly there's books on leadership and knowing linguistically how to adjust what you say so that it is meaningful to both parties allows you to take responsibility for the full interaction, allows you to have that yin, that divine feminine of, of empathy without having to quiet your voice. And it's funny that you brought this up because that's actually the topic for next week. So stay tuned. Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com slash circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. During our time and circle together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. We'll open the space with a candle meditation, and after I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, go to www.livelifeunbroken.com circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www. Dot L I V E L I F E U N B R O K E N dot com backslash circle C I R C L E. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.